Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show. Miss Aldane set her sights on acting. 
Having performed since the age of two in pageants, dance troops, storytelling competitions, original poems, and of course plays, he has was a natural and a force waiting to be unleashed. Fantastic, fantastic. And I know that Dion uh, was, uh, she had told me last year when she was on the show that she had already auditioned for Orange is the New Black at least four, five, six times over the course of about a year and a half. So I know that it uh, takes a, a lot of talent, a lot of effort to get on those shows. Hello, Dion. How are you? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. You must have come right in. What's been the response so far after you appeared on the uh, Oranges and New Blacks? It's been amazing. It's been amazing. You know, people have been coming out of the woodwork as far as people who watched the show. Because, you know, some people knew, but a lot of people didn't know. Um, And it's been great, a great response from, you know, non-industry and industry people. So um, it's just been, it's been great. It's been a great reception. And I just, you know, my intent is to to ride that wave and let it uh, propel me further uh, in my career. And it's just a great show to be involved with, too. So it's just great to have that, that credit and I guess that notoriety because the show is just so amazingly written and acted and so well received. Every character has a backstory and it's, just very intricate. It's like a like a Swiss watch. I just actually yes. binge watched recently, and it was just amazing. So I know you're auditioning. You, this is six times over two years to be on the show. Yes. Uh, describe the process. Um, so each time I would, you know, when I was in New York, um, well, when I was in D.C., going back and forth between New York and D.C., I would get an audition for the show, and I'd come up, and I'd go in an audition and read and, you know, then I'll see the show and I see the part that I auditioned for. And I just kept showing up. One time I was on tour and I was in Pittsburgh doing a show, a, um, a fringe show there. And I had to put an audition on tape, literally in the, the dressing room before I went on stage to do the show. And the most recent time when I booked it, I actually had a job interview. I was in Brooklyn, New York. I had a job interview for an airline to be a gate agent the next day. And I got the call. And literally, I was fast-tracked into the job. So going to the interview in Arlington would have been a formality. And I got the call for Orange is New Black. And this was the fifth time auditioning, so I hadn't booked it yet. And I turned down. I told the people in Arlington I couldn't make the audition. And I went in and I auditioned in person, didn't book it. And then when I came out to L.A., I was here for two weeks. I had a, got another audition for season three. And that's when I put it on tape, uh, emailed it back to the agent in New York, and that's when I booked the show. So it, I just kept showing up, kept showing up. Because it, it was like with The Wire, they wanted, you know, they they saw my fit in the show. And I've auditioned from, from everything, to in, from inmates to, you know, people uh, in the general population as far as out, outside of the prison, and now uh, this character, Pusey's mom, in, in the flashback. So, yeah. Does that mm. answer your question? Persistence. <laughs> Persistence. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Persistence and consistency, you know. Exactly. Right on. Right yeah. on. So, now, what mm-hmm. did you film the scene? Where? Yeah. 
It was filmed in New York City, in Manhattan. Okay, and about how long was the uh, the shoot? It wasn't long at all. I think it might have been five or six hours. I mean, the longest part was trying on different costumes, um, filling out paperwork. But once it got down to actually getting on set, um, in the makeshift in the makeshift bedroom that they had for myself and my uh, the the young actress that played my daughter, it wasn't long. Maybe an hour, hour and a half, and it was the martini shot. So, um, you know, there was that pressure as well of um, getting it done and, and letting the crew get out of there because it had been already been a long day. <laughs> martini shot, huh? <laughs> yeah. Say that again. <laughs> Yeah, so the, uh, so I guess the crew was ready to get out of there. So I guess that means the director Absolutely. had to not, not do that many. Sh- not you didn't have to do that. Many no, things. no, they were very they were they were surgical with the direction that they gave us and what they needed and what they wanted from us. So um, we were able to get it done in a, in a in a short time frame, which is always uh, rewarding for an actor as well. You don't want to keep doing a bunch of takes, you know. Absolutely, in TV you don't get many chances. So I know that. When you said they were very surgical, was it the director or the the DP or you said both? They? Everyone, everyone. The director, the, um, the the director was there. One of the producers, and of course we had you know different camera angles, and because we also had you know you had to have the over the shoulder shot of of the book and you know the comic because it's a Calvin and Hobbes book, so they had to do the insert shot of that and then. You know the the the, um, the two shot of the mom and the daughter, and just getting all of that stuff. And even after the fact, um, later that summer, uh, while I was back here in LA, I went and did some ADR for the scene. They had me add in some additional dialogue between um, the edit where you see the shot of them in the the prison cafeteria, and then the shot of Pusey and her mom in the flashback. So um, they they you know. Even after we shot it, they realized there was more that was needed, and so they had me come in and, and just add that additional dialogue. So that's always great because you know that's another day's work um, <laughs> for an actor. That's great. That that's right on, and that's a lot of work for what the fans would see. Is this a very very short yeah. scene? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is, but there's a lot that went into. It. I mean, as with everything we do, I mean, you know, you we've worked together on set, we've worked on films and and television shows, so you know, like there's a whole, it's an entire production for for maybe what amounts to a few seconds on the on on the television screen or on the the film in in a movie. So, but that's you know that's part of the business that we're in. You know, there's a lot that goes into creating, um, creating those images and creating those 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 worlds and those characters that we, we all grow to love and adore so much. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. I was on the set of a, one of those crime reenactment shows yesterday up in Southern mm-hmm. Maryland. And uh, it was only like three scenes, but my goodness, it was like nonstop for like yeah. two hours. So many angles, yeah. over the shoulder, this and that and the other. It's like a lot of work, a lot of work. So I know you had a party I guess a viewing party at your your place. How yeah. Say that again. Yeah. How did that work out for you? 
Was the viewing party. It was great. Uh, another friend of mine, actually Sheila Cutchlow, you know her. She's from the D.C. area. She yes. hosted it at her place, and it was just you know a, a, a bunch of us uh, actor peoples out here in L.A. that support each other and encourage each other, and we got together um, because everyone knew that you know I was on the show and it was coming out, and so we got together and just did an orange is the new black themed party. One of my roommates surprised me with a cake with my picture on it I had taken a picture on set in the director's chair um, that had the show name the show logo on it and just people came to support you know um, and just it's like when you're watching when you appear in a show even sometimes if I you know you do background and your friends and family see you on the screen it's a huge deal so it was just great to have um, my you know my friends and colleagues there to watch and celebrate that moment because we'd waited pretty much a year for for it to to come out and so I'd had to I had to keep quiet about what my role was and um what part I played you know cuz I had signed a non-disclosure and you know the plot is so closely guarded in the storyline so it was just a great reward for everybody and just you know being able to partake in that and and celebrate it so that was it was just a, a reason to to get together and and to celebrate and to support Exactly, exactly. Fantastic. <laughs> How will you use your uh, appearance on the show to market yourself? Uh, so what I'm doing now is uh, connecting with episodic casting directors as the season starts up out here after the holiday, the July 4th holiday. So, you know, using the appearance, I, I'm getting the real the clip from the scene, um, the editor's working on that. That's going to go on my actor's access. It's going to go on my IMDb, you know, go in the reel, um, and the, my reps will use it. Um, so when they submit me, they'll say, just appeared on. I'm going to do postcards and send to all of the episodic and, you know, TV film casting directors because that's just a very recognizable credit. And so it'll it'll definitely give more weight to my my resume, um, and I think definitely open doors because the show and the the show's characters are so loved. So I think, and and my reps think as well that it's it's gonna be like, oh, I know that show. Okay, you know, and it'll be like it, it's a conversation starter if nothing else, because you know it just it adds credibility to my work, to my body of work and who I am as an actor. It's not like, oh, this person did X, Y, Z. It's like this is, it's a well-recognized show, and it, it just came out, so people are binge-watching it. They know it. They're familiar. So just using it as leverage, leverage and to create more traction and um, open more doors. So it's going to be part of, basically, it's going to be part of the conversation starter that that I, any conversation that I have with anyone and any conversation that my reps have or whenever they submit me. That segues into my next question about the, I know last year you you and Sheila came out talking about the Atlantic, uh, Mid-Atlantic Career Guide. So what can we Mid-Atlantic Talent Guide. Yeah, talent guy. So uh, when, when would you yeah. see the uh, second edition of that one? 
We're hoping by the end of summer, you know, we're revamping the cover, the look and the feel of the book, and, of course, adding some more information. But it's one of those resources that we feel that we didn't have coming up in the D.C. mid-Atlantic region. And just having having a book like this that tells you where all the casting directors are, uh, a resource that says, okay, when you're not on set or working in films, you can do promotional work or just different ways to create traction in your career and create movement and build your resume and build credits, you know, and, and thinking outside of the box. So we're hoping, our fingers are crossed, uh, by the end of the summer to get that second edition out and start marketing that and pushing it because, you know, Sheila's kicking butt in her own right. I think her most recent thing is True Detective, and she has a national McDonald's commercial out um, and just doing really, really great. So, you know, I I feel like our paths Mm -hmm. coming from D.C. can show people, not just in the D.C. market, but anywhere that it's possible. You know, it's very, very possible. And I think what the Mid-Atlantic Talent Guide does is kind of give you a a recipe book to follow almost, you know, or something to kind of say, all right, I have some some tools and some resources that's going to help me navigate this crazy um, path that that we've all chosen to pursue. Okay, so we got we're down to about uh, oh we got enough time. So jump right into okay. dinner with the al- alchemist. Tell me all yes, about dinner that. with <laughs> dinner with the alchemist is a I guess it's a sci not sci fi a cult thriller and it's you know it's I think it's based on a true story out of New Orleans and it's Marie Laveau who we all know and are familiar with um, you know voodoo priestess. And this alchemist, this this powerful entity that, you know, came from Europe. And so I don't want to give too much of the storyline away, but, you know, there's been some, some deaths in, in New Orleans and they're, you know, tied back and connected to him. So we are, um, I guess, enemies, I guess, for lack of a better description, but I, I'm I'm the good guy and he's the bad guy. And um, I'm, I'm a lead and a co-lead in the film, and it's an independent film. Uh, Jenna St. John and Kevin Good, both out of the D.C. area, produced and directed and written this, and it's it's amazingly shot, and it has some great special effects and great, great acting, a lot of local D.C. talent. If you check out the IMDb page, you know, Lynn Jane Foreman, Dan Eistrade, to name a few, um, are in it, so and a lot of new actors and new faces as well. So it's a project that I'm, I'm proud to be a part of, and it really highlights a lot of mid-Atlantic local talent as well as um, locations in the area and New Orleans. Okay, that sounds very exciting, very exciting. <laughs> Just like your, uh, your vlog, uh, Life is Your Business, tell me about that. Oh, um, Talent is Your Business? Yeah, that one is your business. Well, I ha- yeah, I have two. I have the Talent is Your Business video blog and then Day in the Life of an Actress, which is an almost daily account, uh, you know, 365 days in the life of an actress living in L.A. And then the Talent is Your Business video blog is, um, question, you know, answers about the acting business for actors who want to know, you know, like, how do I join the union or how do I get on SNL or, you know, what online 
casting site should I use? Just random things that I get asked that people tend to always ask, and I just I did video I do videos for them. So I just have a little in-home studio, and I'll shoot it on my iPhone and upload it on YouTube. And then the day in the life of an actress is just I it's it's I decided to do that so just people so people can see that you know it's not all fun and games. I mean, there's definitely a lot of positivity, but I just want to give a realistic view of, of what it's like being an actress here in L.A., pursuing uh, my acting career, you know, 14 years into the game. So, and hopefully somebody benefits from it. So would you say you spend uh, about 80% of your time in L.A. now or what? Just about, just about, you know, I still get back to New York. I still audition for New York projects and the D.C. area, but, you know, um, I go where the work is. So right now, you know, I'm focused on getting more work based out of out of Los Angeles. But I still maintain a home base in, in the Northern Virginia area as well as in working in New York. So, yeah. Exactly. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Thank what advice you. would you give actors uh, trying to get booked on a Netflix show, for example? Mm, what advice would I give? Well, figure out what shows are on Netflix or you know any other online entity. Find out who cast them. Find out where they shoot. You know, because a lot of times they'll shoot outside of a major market, and if it's somewhere near them, you know submit to whoever the local casting is. If it's in a major market and if they're near to that major market, submit to the casting director there. Um, But just, you know, submit and and say, you know, I can be a local hire. And if you can, within reason, get to where they're shooting, try to do that. You know, see if you have a family or friend or someone that lives in that market. But a lot of things shoot right in the D.C., right in our backyard in D.C., you know, you had Veep, you had The Wire, you had House, you have House of Cards, you know, you have the New York shows, Boardwalk Empire, Orange is the New Black. So, if you can, if you can get to an audition in New York, you can get to a booking in New York. And so, you know, no one has to know that you're not living there twenty four seven. It's about showing up and 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 being able to get to the audition and, and get to the book job. So. I, just, I would say just go after it, you know, go after it, find out who cast and submit to them and, and pursue it. Exactly. Okay, we've got about five minutes left. So quickly, uh, just touch on yes. uh, me, you, and him, and also any yes. other projects. Yeah. Um, me, you, and him, Finding a Wifey in a Wi-Fi World is written, produced, and directed by um, some very close actor friends of mine, Roger Payano, who I met in D.C., Kenny Cooper, who came from the D.C. Maryland area, and J. Patrick Wise, who is from South Carolina. So all East Coast-based actors that are here in L.A., and they decided to get together and create a project that would highlight them as actors, but also their writing and directing and producing skills. You know, not only are they actors, but they have, you know, mass communication and media degrees or experience. And they put together this amazing project. They wrote it um, and then they shot it. And it literally started, you know, a year ago. And now it's about to launch 
um, on a major, major platform, and I was able to partake in some of that, you know, in one or two episodes, um, as well as some of the skits. They created a bunch of skits around the show and around the show's character, so I'm very excited about that. They have an Instagram page. They have Facebook. Um, There was one video that got shared how many times? Eight million or something like that. So um, there's definitely, yeah, they 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 have a buzz. So I'm excited for the show to drop. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, um, me, you, and him. The series, um, finding wife in a Wi-Fi world. So I think I sent you the link. So if, you know, if you want to spread that or tweet at them, um, I'm also working on other personal projects that just highlight you know, things that I go through as an actress with natural hair or just a woman with natural hair. Um, and, you know, creating creating projects for myself and other actors that I know. So instead of just waiting to get cast, you know, creating work to highlight us and keep us busy and keep our muscles warm. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so we're down to about two minutes. So uh, how can uh, fans keep up with you? Uh, my Facebook fan page, uh, I'm on Twitter, and um, they can follow me on IMDb. Um, and I have an Instagram page as well, but I guess, I don't know, that's kind of private. I do accept followers on Instagram, so I'm on Instagram as well. Um, but, yeah, any of the social media platforms I'm on, my YouTube um, uh, my YouTube channel is up. Um, and, um, yeah, yeah, so... YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. <laughs> I think I've covered it all. <laughs> well, Dion, it was uh, just great having you on the show again. I just wish you much. Thank you. I'm very, very thank proud you so of you. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for doing this and having this show and this, you know, this platform. Um, I think it's very, very helpful, very informative. So I definitely appreciate it, William. I really, really do. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, and you have a blessed. You have a blessed and a great day. All right. Thank okay. you so much. All right. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, folks, now before I get out of here, uh, let me just offer uh, prayers and condolences to the the folks down in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Okay, and before I go for good, uh, let me just leave you this quote from uh, actor Mark Ruffalo, who was in the the Avengers movies, uh, played the Hulk. He's quoted as saying, I became an actor, so I didn't have to be myself. Night.